0: Home plan, streams, and standard definition. Programming subject to change. These terms and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurchchurch/give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
1: My year of jubilee. I said, say it with me, but repeat it after me. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Speak to us tonight, God. We need to hear a word from you, a word that challenges us, a word that corrects us, a word that directs us, a word that points us in the right direction. This is a month of divine detox, which means there's some things you got to change in us so you can take us into what you've planned and ordained. And for that, we say thank you. Now, in the building end line, just worship God for eight seconds because eight is the number of a new beginning. Eight is the number of a new beginning. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Come on, elbow somebody. Say, let's get new. Let's get new. Let's get new. Come on, grab a seat. Let's go to work. What do you mean, let's get new? Well, that's the purpose of a detox. The purpose of a detox is to take you from what you were into who you should become. So this series all this month is called Divine Detox. Everybody say Divine Detox. Detox. And what is that? That's the spiritual and natural process and period of time in which one rids or, or abstains themselves from toxins. So this is a spiritual thing and a natural thing. Somebody say both of them. The spiritual component deals with the root because you are a spirit. You live in a physical body and you possess a soul. What's my spirit, Bishop? That's your subconscious mind. That's the you that you are without even trying to be that way. Hear me. Everything about your life is spiritual. Even your attacks are spiritual. What do you mean my attacks? See, you keep looking at flesh and blood and people and bodies and jobs and people and places and things. But there's a spirit behind everything that's an operation in your life you better hear me the scripture says that satan filled judas to come against jesus which means that even the attack against jesus wasn't just natural it was something spiritual. Everything about your life is spiritual, but there's a natural component. The spiritual side is the root, but the natural side is the fruit. And some people only wanna deal with the natural side, which is the root, but that means the fruit is gonna, or the fruit, but that means the root is still there, so the fruit is gonna continue to grow back. Some people only wanna be spiritual and not ever do something about the natural side, but that means that if you only are spiritual and you don't deal with the fruit, that fruit will remain in your life. And what Happens to fruit that remains, the fruit begins to spoil. And for some of you, I'm here to tell you the baggage that you carry from your past and the fruit you carry from your past, that fruit is not coming with you into your future. Is there anybody in the building that can say, I may not be where I want to be, but I can thank God that I am not where I used to be. And some of this bad fruit that I've been producing in my life, it's not coming with me into my future. Does somebody say, don't take that bad fruit with you. Don't take that. Come on. So it's the spiritual and natural process and period of time. So it's a process. You didn't become toxic overnight, so you can't detox overnight. But here's what I love about God. When you put the spiritual and the natural components together, you end up expediting the process. Come on, y'all. Which means if I'm working on the natural and the spiritual at the same time, it's like cross training. I'm going to see results everywhere much quicker. And for some of you, you're about to go further, faster. You're about to take off. I don't know who needs to hear this but after this month god says you've been cleared for takeoff you've been sitting on the tarmac waiting you've been sitting back waiting on something big to happen you've been talking 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 but you better hear me after your detox god says you're gonna be walking 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 oh my god open up your mouth say i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready It's the spiritual and natural process and period of time of which one abstains. There's some things that when you're detoxing, God has to keep you away from. There's certain things that God has to not let around you. Can I tell you, it's no mystery why certain people have disappeared in your life. It's no mystery why you wouldn't cut them off so God made them ghost you. It's no mystery why certain people who used to hit you up all the time now act like they too busy for you. Y'all ain't going to say why because god says they were toxic and you did not even know it because sometimes some what you love might be toxic sometimes what you're drawn to might be toxic sometimes what you reach for might be toxic but i'm so glad that he knows better than i do what's toxic and what's not come on look at the person next to you and say god has been making some things back up from you tell them There's some people he's been making back up from you. And I don't need you to chase nobody. I don't need you to run after nobody. Because you might be running after poison. You might be running after toxin. You might be running after something that was trying to... Let's go. Let's go. And which one abstains, 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 which which means there's has to be something that's absent. Pay attention. Abstains, abstains. So there has to be something that's absent, which means I'm used to it, but it's gone now. I'm used to them, but they're gone now. Oh, my God. I'm used to responding like that, but that feeling's gone now. Y'all ain't going to talk... I'm used to handling it like that, but that feeling's gone now. Who in this building, and online can testify that there's some things that you're like, you know what, I used to be doing like that, but that thing is gone now. <laughs> abstains, 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 abstains. There's some people that God said, they don't belong in your future. So before you get out of August, I'm going to dismiss them. There's some people, places things and ideas that God says I have to get that out of you. For some of you, you ready? You always thought you needed certain people to do certain things. But what happened is they became, you ready? They became a handicap to you. Because you would never figure out how to do it yourself because you had them always doing it for you. So God says I'm about to teach you how to do it by yourself. For yourself, so can't nobody ever get the glory but God. Touch your neighbor say, God's going to get the glory out of your life. Let's go. It, it is the process and period of time which one abstains or rids themselves. Which means there are certain things abstain absent. Certain things that were there that can no longer be there for you to detox. But then, certain things you have to get rid of. Certain things, watch me, you, you, have, you have worn that, you don't, that don't belong on you anymore. Certain labels that people put on you that don't belong on you anymore. Well, you're just a sinner. No, I used to be a sinner. Romans says, I'm the righteousness of God. Which means when I pray, the angels can't tell the difference between my voice and his voice. When I speak, the angels can't tell whether or not that's me or my daddy's speaking. There's certain labels, certain, certain things that you've, that you've carried. Well, I'm just to this. Well, I'm just to that. Well, you know, I'm a nobody. Shut your mouth. If you were nobody, he wouldn't have died for you. The only reason he got on a cross and thought you were worth dying for is because he looked at you and said, you are somebody worth dying for to me, which means you got to stop carrying, uh-oh, your low self-esteem everywhere you go. Because for some of you, you want to know the reason you don't go through any open door is because your self-esteem tells you you're going to fail when you get through the door. But I come against your insecurity. I feel like preaching and I, I come against your insecurity. I come against your fear. I come against your a telephobia. I come against you feeling like you're not good enough. You can't do it. And things are not going to work for you. Lift your hands. Open up your mouth. Say, I rid myself of that. For some of you, you're scared of failure. You got to rid yourself of that. You got to take that off. That doesn't belong on you. You know why you fail? Because failure, everybody can spot a fear of it from a mile away. So there's certain things you got to take off and say, that doesn't belong on me anymore. There's certain things you've worn that doesn't belong on me anymore. There's certain way you see things. You see everybody is a liar. Everybody ain't a liar. It's just them liars that you dealt with. But what if I told you, between now and the end of this year, God's about to bring some people in your life that you don't have to look at through those same come on Wednesday say I gotta rid myself of some things Say it again I gotta rid myself of some things ask me when you're toxic when you're toxic and you're around toxic you you have to wear this to for your breathing which means for some of you you ready all you've done is exist you've never lived because you've gone from crisis to crisis from struggle to struggle, from problem to problem, from issue to issue, uh-oh, from relationship to relationship, from friendship to friendship, and have you ever noticed that the only common denominator is you, but maybe that's because you never were in a place in your life where you felt like I could breathe, Ooh, but I need you to touch somebody close to you, tell them, say, so you're about to live, not just breathe, you you're about to live do you hear me you are about to live and not just breathe your days of just existing are about to come to their end. your days of just getting up going to work coming home eating going to bed are about to come to their end. open up your mouth please say I'm about to live say it again say I'm about to live watch me it is a divine detox for some of you all you've done is breathe you've never lived You don't know what it is to live, watch me, without having to feel like you got to protect you. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, listen, I said, this is why your prayer has to be that, that the Bible says, unless the Lord guards, whoever stays up guards in vain, which means for some of you, look at me, you've never ever been in any place, any situation, any circumstance where you felt like you could finally because you're scared it might fail, it might mess up, it might go wrong. And what you don't recognize is that you end up making it that way because these are not supposed to be worn in regular circumstances and situations. So you'll turn it into something toxic because you're wearing something that doesn't belong in a non-toxic environment. (laughs) For some of you, that's even your issue with church and pastors. I ain't done nothing to you. Harvest ain't done nothing to you. Your issue is that you came into the environment with this on so you can't receive, yet the person next to you is getting everything they need to receive. I wish you'd tell somebody say, when I go up, we go up. Come on. You better hear me, Harvest Church, in every building, every online location. You better hear me. For the rest of this year, we are all only going one place, and that place is called up and that place is called up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It is a spiritual and natural process. You you can be seated. It's a spiritual, or stand. You can roll on the floor. You can do what you want to do. It's a spiritual and natural process and period of time of which one abstains or rids themselves of toxins. Because there's certain things that don't fit my future. You ready for this? And it's not even that it's sin. It just doesn't fit broke don't fit you. Y'all ready for this? Being with, uh uh-oh, I heard the Lord loud and clear. Being with who don't want to be with you don't fit you. Being around what doesn't want you does not fit you. Y'all going to talk to me tonight. Being around people that watch me that tolerate you but can't celebrate you, that does not fit you. And you better hear me speak this over your life. God's making sure that what fits you is the only thing that you're going to be able to keep with you. Come on, Wednesday, say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So how do we even get here to where we had all this stuff on in the first place? How do we become toxic? John 16, 35, in the world, you will have, you're going to have tribulation. So Jesus, this is Jesus speaking, and Jesus makes this promise. Say, I will have tribulation and distress and suffering. So if he told you that, why do you act weird when those things happen? That's like, that's like every time, every time I fly, I just got off a a tour. (laughs) Four cities and four cities and four days. All right, you ready? You ready? So, so listen, but every time I come back to Denver, Every single flight, I don't care what airline it is, you know what they say? It's going to be bumpy coming back into Denver because of where Denver's located, you have, watch me, the, the air coming over the mountains and Denver's actually, while it's 5,280 miles above sea level, Denver's really a flat land. It's really a plateau. In fact, that's why you have Green Valley uh, because it, uh, it literally, it prophesies. It's Ezekiel, a valley that was once green. That's what Denver means. So it really is flat. So when you come in, you've got these competing forces that are fighting against one another. So when you're trying to land, it interrupts your flow. Y'all better hear me. So you know what they say? We're going to get the cabin ready early because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Now, after the captain tells you that, if you start tripping over what he just told you was coming, it's not because, watch me, it's not because you weren't warm. It's just because you didn't prepare. And I came to tell some of y'all, Jesus told you up front, you're going to have some tribulation. But touch somebody and say, but you're going to make it out. You're going to make it out. You're gonna have some things that stress you out, but you're gonna succeed over what stresses you out. You're gonna have some suffering. What is suffering? Suffering is when I have to pay the price for something that I didn't start, but I gotta finish. You're gonna have tribulation, you're gonna have stress, and you're gonna have suffering. But watch what he says, but be courageous. Tell somebody close to you, so have some courage. What does that mean? Be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. Shut your mouth. He said, every time you got tribulation, he said, I need you to start shouting and smiling. Every time you stretched out, I need you to say, God's about to get the glory out of this. Every time you start suffering, you need to begin to say that I will be confident in this, that he that has begun a good work in me, he shall perform it unto the day of Christ Jesus. Say, I'll be confident. I'll be courageous. I'll be filled with joy and I'll be undaunted what does that mean? this doesn't phase me that's an urban colloquialism that phraseology that simply means this I'm going to look like what, n- totally different than what I'm going through you're going to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego you're going through the fire but you don't smell like it you don't look like it in fact if your neighbor knew some of the hell you were dealing with right now they'd release a praise for you My god. My god, look at the person next to you and say you don't have a clue what I'm going through right now. Say but watch me shout anyhow. Oh Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Let's go. Let's go. He says I need you to be courageous. He said, I'm telling you up front. So when the plane start rocking, he's like, what you tripping for? I told you up front. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. Pay attention to the wording. In the world, you'll have tribulation. He says, I've overcome the world, which means I've already overcome your tribulation, your distress, and your suffering. Translation, if you're in the plane and it's turbulent, he says, I've already landed the plane. They don't shout over here, so maybe they'll shout over here. God says, I've already landed the plane. How do you know? Because he does the end before the beginning. Which means God says, you're watching this from beginning to end. But God says, I'm watching this from end to beginning. And in my book, this plane is already landed. You've already won. You've already got the victory. Woo! Come on, lay your hands on yourself. Say, stop tripping tripping is an urban colloquialism that means acting nervous so anxious you ready i have overcome the world my conquest is accomplished no no listen this is so simple but i need you to hear me he says my conquest is accomplished my victory abiding what did he overcome the world what's in the world tribulation distress suffering. What does he say? I need you to get this. He says, my conquest is accomplished, which means it's already done. Now, for those of you who grew up in church, you know that, yeah, it's already done. Hey, bah, 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 but you don't get it. And I know you don't get it because of how you act when you're in it. I don't care if you get the worst news of your life. You look at it and say, I'm not going to wonder how this is going to work out because it's already Wednesday. You better talk to me. I'm not going to worry about what they say and what they say and what they doing because it's already done. I'm not worried about nothing financial because I'm a faithful giver and faithful givers, they flourish. It's already done. I need you to find the most exciting people in your section and get to three of them and touch them and say, whatever you need is already done. Already done already done Oh, come on YouTube come on Facebook come on Twitch come on Twitter already done body already healed family already saved children already living for God marriage already handled business already handled finances already handled it's already done let's go let's go Which means, which means when I fight, look at me, when we fight, we're not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. You don't, you don't, y'all don't talk right. Y'all don't talk right. Y'all don't talk right. All right, come here. I just, I just got to show you this, okay? Okay. Okay, now I'm going to use this side of it. Nobody be offended by my use of this, okay? No, you right stand right there? Actually, if you're in Atlanta, you saw I had a chair. <laughs> you saw my chair? Montgomery ain't the only ones that can throw down. Start something with me and I will chair you. Uh-huh. you ready? You ready? Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right, watch me. So if I'm fighting for the victory, okay. All right, all right, fight. You know, fight, you know, fight. Actually, fight him. Okay, come on, come on. Fight him. Come on, come on, come on, All right, come on, come on. All right, let's go. Oh, oh, wow. He walked into that. Oh, excuse me. This is a real match. You see how he swerved into that? Okay. This ain't no acting. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. If you fight for the victory, if you get if you get knocked down, you ready? You, you, you'll think I said stay down. But because I'm fighting from victory, not for victory, you know why I get back up? Because I know when I get back up, my next move is gonna be my knockout move. And what knocked me out, I'm getting ready to take it down. I'm getting ready to take it. Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Shout, I'm fighting from victory. Not for victory. Now, but here's the problem. All those tribulations will become toxic if they're mismanaged. All that tribulation, all that distress, all that suffering, watch me. It can become toxic if it's mismanaged. So the question becomes, how do you spell relief? Because for most, they just become toxic. If I say toxic, what does toxic mean? It means containing or being poisonous, capable of causing death or serious debilitation. Death means it stops working. Debilitation means it stops working like it should work. So when something is toxic, you have a body, you have body bags behind you. When something is toxic, you may not have a body bag, but you have limbs. It never works the way it should it's like a jerry curl that never curled it didn't go all the way over so they got jerry loops but no jerry curl y'all ain't going to say nothing to me Wednesday you, you ready i remember when i was a kid i used to want i used to want i used to have curly hair when i was a kid and then and then after that i used to want waves and then you know then the, the popular thing to do was to get the texturizer box and do the texturizer my friend had a little t- he had a texturizer that's why he, he had a texturizer. And so he would do his hair, all that. And I was like, God, dog, I don't want to do that. And so, and so I would put it in. I didn't get the same results. I had one wave. And it was the dent in my hair right here. It was like, wow. Yep, baby. Yep. I had that one. Are you ready? And then I just said, That's not what God wants for me. God wants me to cut it all off. You got to know what you're called to do. But pay attention. When you're toxic, nothing ever works like it should. So you're always mm, rigging stuff because nothing ever works. Can I teach real, real tonight? So it's not in your name. It's in your cousin's name because, okay, that's too real. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Ready? It, it, it never functions the way that it should function because there's something toxic there. Here's the next definition of toxic. It's an asset that's lost too much value to be sold on the market, which means as you become toxic, your value decreases, watch me, internally and externally. You begin, pay attention, you know you're becoming toxic when your standards begin to drop. You know you're becoming toxic when you begin to tolerate what you know you ought not tolerate. But the toxicity of what you become makes you say, Well, oh, oh, I, I, I ain't gonna say nothing. Well, but you should, because it's your environment. And if you let poison in your environment, that's your fault if it poisons you. That's like saying it's just a little rat poison in the cereal. It's not that much. Y'all remember the movie The Help? Wait, 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 wait. Online, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait help. So, so the one girl made the lady some brownies. She made us some brownies, and she put some extra in the brownies. The extra she put in the brownies came out of her body. And it blended in with the brownies, for those of you unfamiliar with the movie. Now, who wants some of those brownies? Wave at me. Wave at me. Anybody? Nobody. So pay attention, because there's certain things you've begun to tolerate, because you say it's just a little. But you wouldn't eat a little mess and some brownies. So why do you allow a little toxic in your house? Okay, y'all like, why do you let a little toxic? Y'all not going to say nothing? Let's go. It means very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. Pervasive means when it shows up, it starts small, but it takes over. And insidious means, pay attention, insidious means that it's gradual, it's subtle, but it has harmful effects. It's a little bit over a long period of time, and now it has harmful effects. I taught you on Sunday, Sunday morning, online, Sunday night, part two from Atlanta and online. I taught you um, that one of the most insidious, toxic behaviors, one of the most insidious toxins is the spirit of infirmity. Say infirmity. Say it with me, say infirmity. An infirmity is an ailment that deprives someone of enjoying or accomplishing what they'd like to. Pay attention. An infirmity isn't the issue. An infirmity is the handicaps that go with the weakness. It's not the weakness itself. And I need for some of you to hear me. There's some infirmities that you've been dealing with because your issue isn't really your issue. Let's go. It's the handicaps that go with the issue. Uh, Look at the person next to you and say there's a spirit of infirmity that has to be broken off of you. Uh -uh, Say it with authority. Look at the other person say, there's a spirit of infirmity that has to be broken off of you. It's the handicaps that go with the weakness, not the weakness itself. Translation, the issue isn't the issue, but how you handle it can infirm you. Watch me. So you act helpless when you're not. You, You got full activity of all of your limbs. But when you're infirmed, you're walking around with what you don't need. Then you begin to believe that you do need it. Because you've walked with it for so long. How can I live without it? How can I function without it? When over here, you never needed it in the first place. And for some of y'all, you're about to get freedom in your spirit. Like you've never ever had before. Because you've been acting helpless when you are not helpless. Please open up your mouth Wednesday say, I am not helpless. So in John chapter 5, I introduce you to a man. John chapter 5, verse 3 says, in these lay a great multitude of sick people, of sick people, of blind people, of lame people, of paralyzed people. Say sick people, blind people, lame people, paralyzed people. Sick people means they're infected with something. And guess what? They're all around one another. This is why when God wants to detox you, he has to make some things absent. Because how are you going to get detox from the very thing that keeps making you infected? He says, they're sick people. They're infected with something. They're blind people. They can't see. You have no business being around people who can't see themselves beyond their next check. you have no business around people that can't see you need to start asking somebody, many people where are you gonna be in five years i ain't even thought about it well go think about it and call me back because i don't have time to be around people who only think to the end of the week i need some people around me that you ready sick people blind people they can't see they don't know where they're going so that means everything they do they have to feel their way through which means they live by their feelings because they don't have a plan They do what they feel, not what they planned. I just feel like this today. That's why they've had eight careers in four months. They can't see where they're going. So today they feel like a nurse. Tomorrow they feel like a doctor. The day after that they feel like a teacher. The day after that they feel like a counselor. The day after that they want to drive Uber. Uber. And there's nothing wrong with changing your mind except for the fact that you never had it made up. You ready? Infected people, blind people can't see, lame people, these people can't move forward. Lame people, see, when you're lame, you're lame. These are people who cannot move forward in life. These are people who the only thing, you know a lame person, say, how, Bishop? Because the only thing they talk about is what they used to be. What they used to do. They were prom king 1992. Sir, I need you to get some new victories. I need you to recognize you're a king and a priest today. Revelation 5.10, and God makes us kings and priests, and we are spiritual and successful. It's not either or. Somebody say, it's both and. Right? Paralyzed. These people are powerless and ineffective. Powerless means that all they do is talk it, but they never walk it. See, 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 a lame person, they can move, they just don't move forward. A lame person slides to the right. They slide to the left. They step back. They crisscross. Everybody clap your hand. But they ain't going forward. Matter of fact, if you talk about forward, you ready? I'm going to help some of y'all they will guilt you for wanting to leave them they will guilt you and, and listen man they will guilt you for watch me you'll say hey listen this friendship we got to move forward you just don't care about me how you how you hear that you may be dating somebody say, look, we got to move forward because we ain't going to be dating for eight years. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm offended. And forgive me for allowing you to get me for this inexpensive. I don't know who I'm talking to and talking for. I just said what somebody was just thinking. I got the Holy Ghost. You ready? Okay. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. When you're dealing with someone that's lame, they, they just don't want to move forward. So everything is a let's wait. Everything is a let's see. Everything is a let's meet. They have more meetings about a meeting that they're going to have about another meeting. For some of you leaders, you need to take the chairs out of your office so that people can't sit down because if they can't sit, they'll stop wasting your time meeting about stuff that don't need to be met about. Put this in an email. We don't need to sit and talk about this. Touch your neighbor, Say, so let's move forward. Let's see. Let's be powerful and effective. Say, let's not be infected. What, what are all of these four groups of people? I'm almost done. What are all these four groups of people doing? What does the Bible say? It's underlined right there on the screen. Waiting for the moving of the water. Everybody in these four groups of people, they are waiting for an angel to come down to stir up the water. Do it, Lord. Oh, do it, Lord. Say they're all waiting. Verse four says that they're waiting because at a certain time, which means pay attention to this. They're waiting on something they can't control, so they're not doing anything with what they can control. Some of you, Lord, I need a miracle, but until you get one, did you apply? How is he gonna give you a miracle with you're not doing what you can do because you're waiting on him to do what you can't do? Please lay your hands on yourself and say, Stop waiting. Say, do something. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. This is why people become haters. Why they become haters? Because somebody else got in first. When you never needed to get in because you never belonged there. In oh, my God. See, I want to talk to some of y'all. Bishop, nobody will give me an opportunity. God's about to put you on. Bishop, nobody will open a door. You're going to build your own door. That way can't nobody take it because if you build it, can't nobody take it from you. This is why people become haters because now they say, somebody keep getting in front of me. i make you a hater. And now they're walking around here. I'm healed. Healed. Huh? Healed. Healed. So now you over here looking like I can't stand him. Always talking about what God doing for him. Always posting how he got blessed. But what if I told you, don't be a hater because haters get bitched? I need you to prophesy to somebody next to you, touch them and say, you got next. You got Wrong response, touch another one. Say, you got next. YouTube, you got next. Facebook, you got next. Twitch, Twitter, on the app, you got. And it's getting ready to happen. Let's go, let's go. The only one that got healed was the one who got there first. So now you begin, pay attention, you begin to think something's wrong with you because you didn't get there first. You'll begin to think, God, why don't you love me as much? Why would not you let them get there first? Could it have been that they were just closer? Could it, could it be that because they, were just, they ran faster? Could it be that they were prepared? Or could it be that they were willing to do what you weren't willing to do? But here's the whole trip. You hating on them, but you don't even need, they needed a miracle. You don't. I so said, what do you mean? I so what do you mean? Well, if you remember from Sunday, what did I teach you? Verse 5. A certain man was there who had a what? Infirmity. What did he have? Infirmity. Not one of those four. He's not lame. He's not paralyzed. He's not sick. He's not blind. Which means, what are you doing here? Because one of these don't fit. You remember, you remember y'all remember? you remember kids' menus, and they'd have a little thing, and they'd say, which of these doesn't fit? And they'd have a soccer ball, a football, a basketball, and a zebra. And you say, now baby, which one of these don't fit? The zebra don't fit. Look look at me. Let me tell some of you all why you always sometimes feel awkward and you always sometimes feel like you don't fit with certain groups. It's because they're sick. They're paralyzed. They're lame. They're lame. (laughs) They're blind. Your only issue is that you think you need something that you don't need so you want to be accepted by people who have issues that don't fit your future and for some of y'all i heard the lord loud and clear today is your last day of going low to find friends of going low to find companionship of going low to find acceptance So what does this mean? Since he's not one of the four, his circle is really a cage. It's a cage. Because everybody around you has an issue that makes you think you have an issue. You're not sick. Some of y'all hang around women that can't stand other men. And so now you got a good one and now you talking crazy about the good one you got because she infected. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Some of you men, you're around men that do not respect women. And so now you're beginning to take on disrespect. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. Some of y'all around pastor haters. And so you got a good pastor. But because you're around a pastor hater, you're infected with what they got. Ooh, but tonight, come on, y'all. I need you to touch somebody. Say, infirmity's about to break. Infirmity's about to break. Infirmity's about to break. Infirmity's about to break. His circle is really a cage because he doesn't belong there. He doesn't have one of the four issues, yet he's found himself amongst people that have these issues. So pay attention. We're almost there. Verse 6. When Jesus saw him lying there, the appropriate word in the English language would be laying there. So why the Bible say they're lying there? Because Jesus says... The sick man need to be here. The lame man needs to be here. The, the, the blind man needs a miracle. The paralyzed man needs a miracle. You, you lying. Because you're too gifted to be struggling. Y'all ain't gonna talk. You're too talented to be stressed out about what you stressed. Look at your neighbor, come on, say it with some authority. Say, stop lying, stop lying. Tap that in the comments. Stop lying. You don't need a miracle. You just need to get off your handicap. You don't need a miracle. You just need to get off your blessed assurance. God, I want to talk wrong. Let's go. Let's go. When Jesus saw him lying there, not laying there, You know, you gotta get comfortable. You can never get comfortable in what doesn't fit you. God ain't gonna let some of you get comfortable in the city you're in, cause it don't fit you. He's not gonna let you get comfortable in the job you're in, cause it don't fit you. He's not gonna, am I talking to anybody where well, God won't let you get comfortable? So, so, look, he's all on the edge of the bed because he can't get comfortable. And Jesus said to the man, he says, do you want to be made? What does the Bible say? Look at the screen. Well, why doesn't Jesus say, do you want to be healed? We know he's asked people that question before. Why doesn't he say, because this man doesn't need to be healed. He doesn't need a healing. Maybe this is why God never lets you get in first. You ready? You ready? Because even after you got in the water, you still would have had the issue. Because you didn't need a miracle. what if for some of y'all you keep saying they keep getting miracles, they get miracles and God's like but you don't need one so even if I let you get in the water it won't do nothing for you but splash you because you don't need to be healed we just need to get you out this handicap we just need to get you out this walker we just need you to stop thinking you're helpless when you are not helpless come on we're almost done Wednesday, fist bump somebody and say you are not helpless look at this Verse 7, now the Bible calls him something different. Now it says he's a sick man. What is he sick with? Now he's infected with infirmity because he's made himself be around sick people. Have you ever noticed when you, have, everybody pay attention. Have you ever noticed what you reach for when, when you don't feel great? And now that makes you feel worse? It might make you feel good for a minute. Then after them few minutes, see how quiet it just got? Now all of a sudden you feel worse. Because now your infirmity has now infected you, which means it's not just around you. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Now it's in you. So for 38 years, you've become toxic. The man is not 38 years old. He's been there for 38 years waiting on something that he didn't need, which means he put his life on pause. Question, how many of you, of us, in this building and online, you put your own life on pause? And then you spiritualize it. Every delay is to my benefit. It is, it is, it is. But what about the delays that you just voluntarily put yourself on? (laughs) Waiting on something that you don't actually need. Well as soon uh 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 oh uh oh uh oh well as soon as I finish this course. But you don't need to finish the course in order to get the job. Yeah. It's quiet in this building. But your infirmity makes you say, Well, I gotta get this done first. I just wanna do it. I just want to shut your mouth. Please touch the person next to you and say, you gotta take action today. Y'all sound like an army now. I think I can preach this thing all the way through, right through here. Y'all sound like an army now. Lift your hands and worship God for eight seconds, like the spirit of infirmity is about to exit you. It's not just around you, but for some of you, it's infected you. And it's it's about to exit you. 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 Shake somebody's hand. Say, everything's about to change tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight, 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 tonight. Tonight, 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 tonight. Come on, let's go. Let's go. He answers him, which means he can talk so you can talk so this whole time for 38 years why you didn't say nothing for 38 years you you knew jesus how do we know that he knew jesus was a man of god what does he call him sir so he recognized rank which means you knew bible which means you knew proverbs 18:21. You knew that your death and life was in the power of your tongue. You knew Numbers fourteen twenty-eight, and I will give you exactly what I heard you say. So I'm confused. It's the why for thirty-eight years. Did it make you feel good the attention you got? Because some people don't actually want to be better because it doesn't give them as much attention. I pray I pray you're I, I pray I pray you're not desperate for attention. Because for some of you, acting helpless gets you the attention you didn't get as a child. But tonight, but tonight. you've learned to act helpless. Can I push this further? Say go, Bishop. Go Bishop. Watch, watch me? He answered him, Sir! I have no man to put me in the pool. Who told you you needed that? When the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, shut up! Another steps down before me. Shut up! You can walk! So why are you waiting on somebody to carry your groan behind when you could have walked over there yourself? Which means you didn't even need your walker. You could have ran over there. Who told you you needed somebody to put you in the pool? Who told you you're not the right race? Who told you you're not the right sex? Who told you you don't have the right education? Who told you that God don't love you no more? Who told you that things are not going to work for you? Who told you that you can't have multiple pieces of property in multiple cities? Who told you that you can't move? Who told you that you can't grow? Who told you that? Who told you that? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Let's go back to Genesis. Adam says, we knew we were naked and we hid ourselves. God says, who you been talking to? I know who you been talking to. The sick, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. So now, the paralyzed man said, man, I can't even get over there without somebody taking me. And you were like, that's probably true for me too. So now you've put their limits. I tried and they told me no, but you don't have my favor. Ah! Ah! Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I don't care what your limit is. Your limit ain't my limit because I serve a no limits type of God. We almost done Wednesday. Fist bump somebody and say, there's no limits, no limits, no limits, no limits, no limits. I don't care what didn't work for you. I'm living proof that it'll work for me. I don't care that you can succeed. I am living proof that anything I put my hand on, he's going to make it turn in gold. go. Come on. Let's go. I got to finish. I got to finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? Why did the man respond? Jesus asked him a yes or no question. Do you want to be well? Not healed because you don't need that. You don't need a healing. Well, as soon as I get married, why are you waiting to live until you get married? Have something to bring besides baggage and babies. And bad credit. Uh uh-uh. uh. You're so much more than that. Look at the person next to you and say, You're so much more than that. Make it so that you date at a different echelon. They gotta come with a resume, qualifications. Cause if you watch me, cause if watch me, let me help the ladies. Cause if you a queen, you gotta make sure that the king size sheet can cover you. You can't have no twin. Uh oh. And for the men, and for the men, for the men, I don't know why somebody's pulling on this with dating. Cause this is, this is somebody's pulling. On this. Watch me, watch me. You 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 have to make sure, pay attention, that in your life, say my life that you have not put a limit and created an excuse that limits you to something you don't even need. You ready? Yes, sir. So why did the man answer this way? Say, why, why Bishop? I gotta finish. It's called learn helplessness. Here's what learn helplessness means. It's on the screen. Learn helplessness is a psychological term. You ready? It occurs where a person has experienced a stressful situation repeatedly, so they come to believe that they're unable to control or change the situation, so they don't even try, even when opportunity for change becomes available. So when Jesus showed up and said, help us here, you were like, I don't need that. It ain't gonna work for me. So why serve a supernatural God if you want to live a natural life? Why serve a God that makes the sand sun stand still if you don't want to do nothing but stand there and be hot? I'm going to say the definition again, and we got to go. In psychology, learned helplessness is a state. Pay attention. A state, a state, a status, a status, a position that you take and you keep until something interrupts it. For 38 years, he's in this status. For 38 years, he's in this state. For some of you, that's prophetic. For 38 years, he's in this state. Okay, you'll catch it later. They don't shout over here. You've been in this state. You're bigger than your zip code, you're bigger than one city. You're bigger than one community. Come on, just encourage somebody next to you. We're almost done Wednesday, just, just fist bump them, and say you're bigger than your zip code. Wherever you go, it's JIRA. Let's go, we gotta go. Once you've experienced something repeatedly you can come to believe you're unable to control or change the situation, so you don't even try, even when an opportunity to change shows up. So Jesus shows up. Why does he skip over everybody else? Because everybody else needs a miracle. This man doesn't. You didn't hear what I just said. You heard me. I need everybody to hear me. Doesn't work. For some of you, like, when is God gonna show up? Look at me. He has. You know what you did? You told them it can't change. It can't be different. I can't control it. I didn't tell them that. Mm -mm, Your actions did. You got quiet right there. We speak two ways with our mouths and with our movements. I'll talk over here because they don't shout over here. I'm going to give y'all one more time tonight. You speak with your mouth and with your movement. See, Isaiah 119, if you are willing and obedient. So I can't just say I'm going to do it. I got to do it. He needs to see me rise up. He needs to see me get rid of this big old bed. And he needs to see me walk. Touch your neighbor, please, and say, God needs to see you do something. Put it back up there for me. Put it back up there for me. We're done. Jesus said to him, Rise. Notice what Jesus doesn't do. He doesn't address his excuses. He doesn't address it. See, you look at me. You want to have a meeting with the Lord. He doesn't like pointless meetings. Lord, let's talk about what I'm going to do with the bed. Lord, let's talk about where the bed is gonna go. Lord, can we meet about can I get a bed to somebody, Lord? I just kept looking. He doesn't address his excuses. Touch the neighbor and say, no meetings. no meetings. Just action. Yeah. Jesus said to him, Rise. Holler, rise. rise. That was nice, but holler it though. One, two, three. Rise. Take up your bed, which in Greek means remove it. The baby got it, and walk. Amen. Yeah. What was he telling him to do? what he could do the whole time. So he's been laying on the bed. Come on, you're gonna be my man for 38 years. Get on that bed, you're gonna see, you can't get comfortable. You see, see? You see, I told you. Okay, I see. Notice the bed is temporary. I'm gonna tell somebody, God says, I'm about to turn some of your temper, trouble is not gonna last always. Problems are not going to last always. Please shake your neighbor's arm like you're going to shake that thing off. Say trouble ain't going to last always. This is a blow-up mattress. This ain't permanent. This is not permanent. YouTube, this is not permanent. Facebook, this is not permanent. It's not. So Jesus, so let's pretend in the story I'm Jesus. This is for pretend. Jesus, do you want to be made well? Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear all that. Rise. Now, take up your bed means get rid of that bed. Throw it over there. Throw it over there. Now, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, go get it and then midway throw it. Cause Come here. Because watch where you're going to have to do this in front of. You're going to have to do this. In front of the people who want to see you stay there. You're gonna have to do this in front of the sick, in front of the blind, in front of the lame, in front of the paralyzed. You're gonna have to do this in front of them, and some of them gonna look at you and say, Where you think you going? Where you how you gonna leave What Where you what you trying to do? Where you going, man? Who gonna take care of me? You got to trust God for yourself. You're not talking to me tonight? Touch your neighbor, so you're gonna have to do it in front of them. They're about to see you do what you've never done. I feel like preaching now. They're about to see you do what you've never done. They're about to see you walk like you've never walked. They're about to see you have what you've never had. They're about to see you possess what you've never possessed. The people that saw you when you were lying down, they're about to see you standing up. The people that saw you when you were on your back about to see you with your past at your back. I need somebody in the building to release a praise like you're about to go forward. Go forward go forward go go forward you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to, gonna have to throw it away in front of you've been around these people for 38 years. You're going to have to do it in front of them. For some of you, you know why you won't do it? Because you're afraid of the criticism. You're afraid of what your cousin who ain't never done nothing is going to say. I wish you would let a fruitless person stop you from planting seed and getting fruit. Matter of fact, I just heard the cousin's name. I'll hold it. There's too many people that watch this for me to say it. Because they might get saved tonight. I just heard the name. The name just start. Mm. Something happens when I come back from Atlanta. I don't know what
0: it
1: is. You ready? He says, he says put the scripture up. He said, he said, he said, Jesus said to him, rise. You got to take up your bed, which literally means remove it. Why ask me? Because you can't walk with this. Come on, on, you you, you can't carry that your whole life. Because several things. One, you're going to get tired from carrying the excuse. You want to know why some of y'all are so tired? It it ain't the devil. Your excuses make you tired. you got more excuses than, than somebody with a lot of excuses. That's why you're tired. You're trying to come up with new ones. Being stagnant is stressful. Yeah. But tonight, what? I'm over time. Can I finish it? Yeah. Can I finish? The other thing that happens, if you try to carry this with you and keep it with you, watch me, your is not going to see you. When you get to your open door and you try to carry this with you, no wonder you never walk through doors Because you tried to bring your bed with you. What does the bed represent? All these excuses you've made for 38 years. That's why Jesus said, get up. And the first thing you'll do when you get up, throw that bed over there. Now you have to do it in front of them, but pay attention to what you have to do. And now you have to say, who am I without that? I will throw this mic if y'all don't. Because you've learned to live with that. It's like, what's the little, the little cartoon, Charlie Brown? You had the little blankie. Linus? Come take this over of here. You, 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 you've carried this. See, I told you it's tough. There we go. See, it's difficult to get because it doesn't really belong with you. You've carried this your whole life. You've outgrown it. Look like a crop top on your grown behind. (laughs) It's coming up to here. You ready? He says, get rid of that. So now you gotta do it in front of them but now you feel naked. Because who am I without that? Who am I without a struggle? Who am I without a bad attitude? Because that's what I always defaulted to. But now I don't have a reason to have a bad attitude. Because when I look around my life, I can truly say that God has been. Yo, we got to wrap it up. But is there anybody in the building or online where God has been good to you? If he's been good to you, clap your hands and tell him, thank you, Jesus. Let's go. And walk, here's what walk means. Walk around the obstacles to make progress and maximize opportunities. What obstacles? Who's Who's at the pool? The blind, the lame, the paralyzed, sick. So what does he need to walk around? Them. You ready? So you about to have to walk over some bodies. And see, for some of you all, watch me, you made it, but you acting like you laying there. And for some of you, you're gonna have to fight the temptation to pick up people who don't wanna go forward. Cause you keep reaching down to pick people up, but the truth is they wanna stay there how do you know because every time you talk about let's walk they keep telling you why they can't walk so you're going to have to fight I'm going to have to walk over some bodies and I'm praying for you but I got to keep it moving I'm praying for you but I got to keep going well don't you love me I love you enough to let you find it for yourself I love you enough to let you figure it out for yourself I love you enough to let you handle it by yourself but I got to walk I got to walk we got to we gotta, we gotta. Everybody say everybody, everybody stand. Everybody stand, everybody stand, everybody stand. Everybody stand, everybody stand. Everybody stand in the building and no line. Everybody say Uh uh stay right there. Come back, stay right there. Verse nine. And what happened? Immediately. So basically, why do you keep saying, tonight, 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 tonight? Because 38 years. Let me see if you can get it. What hasn't happened in years can happen in... Everybody in the building, stand with me. Everybody online, stand with me. Everybody stand with me. And immediately, the man... Why doesn't it say his name? Because you're going to put your name right there. And immediately, say your name. Was made well. Not healed, because you don't need one. took up his bed, threw it over there and walked. Here's the next part of detoxing from infirmity. I know what I'm walking away from, but I don't know what I'm walking to. And for some of you, this is why you won't walk, because you're like, where am I walking to? I don't know, but I just know that watch me, that he orders my steps. He orders my steps. And I may not know where I'm walking, but I know I am walking. Am I preaching or talking to anybody in this building? I know what I'm walking away from. I just don't know what I'm walking to. Verse 13. But the one who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn. What, what, what? Jesus does all of this. And after he does it, he backs up. He it's like all you needed was permission. That's right. Wednesday, <laughs> permission granted. <laughs> Ready? The one was healed. He didn't know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn. Next verse. Next verse, please. Afterward, Jesus found them in the temple. Pay attention. You know where he walked. You know where he went. Do you know where he went where did he go the moment he got well see american culture says you get well i don't need god bible says watch me i'm in church while i got an issue i'm in church while my issues getting fixed i'm in church after my issues are fixed because the first place the man went is the man went to church he said god has been too good to me For me to act like I don't owe him a praise. And I may not be where I want to be. But I can thank God that I'm not where I. Jesus saw him in church. And Jesus said to him. Look look what Jesus says. I love Jesus because he's petty. He says, see, you've been made well. Not healed. Don't you do this no more. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sin no more. lest a the worst thing come upon you. Now, I can, go, I can go to six feet or I can take us all the way to 12 feet. I need to make sure I got enough people in this building online that want to go to here. So we got to go past six to get to 12. So let's hit both of them. Which means it's a sin to act handicapped. It's a sin to act helpless. Who's going to help me? Help yourself. Ask God to help you. But I just need the Lord to pray for it. Elbow somebody say, God's about to help you help you. Y'all ready? Okay, that, that's six feet. You want to go to 12 feet? What did you do 38 years ago that made you feel like you deserved that? What did you do 38 years ago that made you feel like you deserved that? What did you do where the devil told you you deserved this? Somebody about to get free for real tonight. What did the devil tell you You deserve to be down. You don't deserve good life. You don't deserve to be blessed. You don't deserve anything good. What did you do that made you feel like you deserve this hell? So you stayed there for 38 years because you thought it was your sentence. I guess this is just God's punishment for me and I came to tell somebody tonight the devil is a liar and if he got a mama, his mama is too. I'm going to tell you there is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away and all things have been made new. Clap your hands and say, Lord, I release the spirit of infirmity. Come on, clap your hands and say, Lord, I release the spirit of infirmity. Say, Lord, I release the spirit of infirmity. Say, I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. Say, it can't come with me beyond tonight. I'm not helpless. I'm not helpless. I'm not helpless. Just the voices. Let me hear your worship. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on the app. Come on, website, Twitch. Come on, come on, Threads, come on, X, come on, come on. You're not helpless. You're not helpless. You're not helpless, and you don't deserve to be down. God's not condemning you. Today is your last day condemning yourself. Come on, y'all, we gotta go. I'm way over time, but I heard the Lord say, I just need some of you, Job 27, 23, and you shall clap your hands and you'll hiss the enemy out of his place. Can you clap your hands and get that infirmity up out of you? Clap your hands and get that helplessness up out of you. Clap your hands and open your mouth and get that infirmity up out of you. You are not helpless. You are not bound. You are not stuck. You are not a failure. You are not a mess up. You are not a screw up. You are not a loser. You deserve God's best. Because he gave his best for you. You deserve every promise of God. Not because of your own righteousness, but because of his. And if God be for us, tell me who can be Get rid of it. 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 Because your helplessness has become your toxin. Say, I am not helpless. Heads heads bowed. bowed. Put your head down, close your eyes. (laughs) Heads bowed, eyes closed. I know I went a little over, but I think God said what he needed to say to us tonight. Did he speak to us tonight or what? Did you get some answers tonight or what? It's about an eyes closed in this building, and of the line. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, you slip your hand up or do the hand wavy emoji online or say, it's me online. Tonight's your night. Don't miss this moment. 2,000 years ago, Jesus died so that you and I could have life and life more abundantly. Giving your life to God doesn't mean you won't have tribulation. He literally just told you, and we read it, that you will have tribulation, stress, and you will have some suffering. But he said, I overcame it. Now, if he overcame it, you can't overcome it without him. So tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure, wherever you're at, on three, you slip your hand up in the building. Online, you do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. If that's you, respond. Wherever you're at in this building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. I'm not helpless, you are my help. I'll look to the heels. What does that mean? Where did they crucify him? On a hill called Calvary. I'll look to your sacrifice. That's where my help comes from. Say, I am not helpless. I'm well able. I'm strong enough. I'm spiritual enough. I'm talented enough. I'm gifted enough. God is with me in Jesus' name. You just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. You're now a Christian. If you were far from the Lord, you're now reconnected. Take your phone out, scan the QR code or text HARVEST to 55498, enter the option for salvation. Secondly, some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. You know I'm your shepherd. You don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America and around the world. HARVESTERS, it was so awesome, On even on Sunday night, HARVESTERS flew from Pennsylvania I uh, flew from Cincinnati to come to church for one night. I said, look at here! look at him. Um, we're all over. And so if I'm your shepherd, how do you know who's your shepherd, Bishop? Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. When I speak God, you hear God speaking to you. And so if that's you, you text Harvest to 55498, enter the option for salvation, or you can even join and become part of the family through the app. Joining a church just simply means I've identified my voice. It's not about a building. It's not even about the people. God connects you to a voice. Jeremiah 315, I'll give you what? Shepherds after my own heart. Listen, did y'all get some out of this word tonight? Listen, if you came in late and you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you're going to sow the seal, we're going to seal this word tonight. And I just heard the Lord loud and clear. Here's our seed tonight. Say 41. 41 is the number of the exiting of a season or the exiting of a wilderness. Forty is the number of testing or wilderness. Forty-one means the exit. Somebody say, this is my exodus from helplessness. Say it with authority, y'all. Say, this is my exodus from helplessness. Well, you have to do, uh, so where is sewing the seal at in the Bible? Several places, but made clear in 1 Samuel 9. Since March, excuse me, May of 2022, the Lord told me every service, every prayer, and we call them experiences for services. He said, I want you to challenge the people to sow and to name that seed. And so you're just going to call this my EFH seed, Exodus from Helplessness. I just sowed it. I normally sow double what I tell you to sow because I just want a double portion. I want God to do double in my life. Anybody else you want to just see them do stuff there, you look at it like, wow. Amen. How can you give it? You say, Bishop, I don't have the 41. Get as close as you can to it. But everybody so something. Said, Bishop, all I got is 14 cents. Get it in the ground. Get it in the ground. I heard the Lord say, for some of you, you need to do more than 41. You need to do 410. Obey God. I remember one time, <laughs> I remember one time, I told this story before they were doing an offering and I didn't have my wallet and the Holy Ghost said, take that ring off. And I was like, the devil is lying to me. I just got this ring. I just got it too. Like literally two or three days before, just picked it up from sales. (laughs) I just got it. He said, Holy Ghost said, I said, Lord, okay. If the basket circle back around again, I don't know I'm supposed to give this. And I thought it was a safe prayer because the baskets had never, ever circled back again, ever, in that, in that church. I said, I got you, because this basket ain't going to come around again. I turned my head to the left, circled again, with fear and trembling. <laughs> I took that ring off. I dropped it in the basket. I watched it go down. (laughs) I was 15, 16 when I sowed that. I remember it. Because you remember the seeds that changed your life. And I said, son, I'll make sure that you never ever lack for anything because you're a sower. So that's why I always am going to push you to sew. How can you sew it? You can use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. That's available. Hello at Harvest. Search that church. Text to give. Text the out. That's what I just did to 84321. Tap the link in a Harvest. Search when you see the V. That's where you want to be. I love you, Wednesday. I know I went a little over, but did you did you get it? Was it good? Did the Lord speak to us? Amen. Come on, lift your giving in the building and online. And everybody sow something. Something. Get some seed. You, gotta, you can't hear a word like this and not put something on it to seal it. Say, Father, I seal the word that I've heard. I am not helpless. I refuse to walk in infirmity. Show me where I've been doing that. And show me how to stop that so I can be everything you've ordained for me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Masters the Passing here at Grape Street wants to you give. You're totally free to go. I'll be down front to meet and greet you in just a moment. Let's do it together. Everybody in the building and online. Love God, love people, and love
0: life online. The giving method. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So... Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash
1: prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky.